Hello, and welcome to the Parish Insight Podcast. On our podcast, we hope to uplift your spirits and to help you through a rough day. Believe it or not, there are small changes that you can make in your lifestyle that will promote good health. Evaluating where you need to make changes to support mental, physical, and spiritual health is the first step in becoming a healthier you. So here is your host, Father Lee. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Father Mike Lee along with my friend, writer, and producer, Doc Allen. To start today's podcast, I want to tell you about a phone call I received from a dear friend of mine. He is a pastor of a large non-denominational church. He has a service Saturday night and two services on Sunday. So, he's very busy with a large congregation. He wanted me to read a letter he read to his congregation this past weekend during their services. His letter states the following. My elders have granted me a leave of absence to be treated for a set of related medical problems. I would like to share with you some information about my health because of the friendship I have with many of you, because I do not want you to worry unnecessarily and to avoid any speculation about my absence. I also want to tell you about my health because I hope in some small way to help lift the stigma of mental health issues. I have been medically diagnosed with depression and anxiety, along with chronic insomnia and debilitating tinnitus, which is a constant ringing of the ears. For months, I've tried to work through these issues on my own, through spiritual direction, counseling, and prayer. It has been difficult to accept that my mental health problems are real health problems, and not just a defect of my character, but the truth is, depression and anxiety are real psychological problems with medical issues cause me to require medical treatment. For me, these problems have been coupled with physical symptoms, lack of energy, and exhaustion. My doctors have directed me to take a leave of absence for medical and psychological treatment and to get some much-needed rest. After much prayer and seeking the counsel of my associate pastors and elders, my wife, and my family, I have accepted the medical necessity of taking a temporary leave of absence. I'll be hospitalized for a short time, and it will be difficult to be away. Please pray for me as I pray for you. Sincerely yours in Christ, Pastor Jeff. I don't want to miss the moment to touch upon our mental health issues. It seems news stories are being reported daily centering around mental health issues without favorable outcomes. In the Gospel, Jesus has people coming from John the Baptist to see him. Jesus said to them and replied, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight. The lame walk, lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear and the dead are raised. And the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. Jesus Christ is the divine physician who offers us the grace of healing. Jesus begins his ministry with healings, and he proves his vocation to Israel by all these healings. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. Then will the lame leap like a stag, and the tongue of the mute will allow him to speak. So we see these physical healings, and in fact the word salvation, which we used usually think of as a spiritual thing. 
Its very first meaning is saving from some sort of bodily illness and bodily damage. We see that it's not just our normal physical healings of the blind and the lame, but he strengthens the hands that are feeble. Make firm the knees that are weak. Give hope to those whose hearts are frightened, encouraging them to be strong and fear not. So it refers to interior healing too. The feeble, the weak, the frightened, those whose hearts are hurting, and those who are not strong. So we're talking about interior healing and exterior healing. Jesus is concerned about our mental health, as well as our physical health. He is the great physician and we shouldn't forget he heals today. Across the country and honestly for the history of the church, very rarely do Christians talk about their medical issues. And even more rarely, would clergy talk about these kind of things. And that's especially true in the mental health department. And even just regular people in the congregation can benefit from hearing that your minister, your shepherd, is saying, I can't do it anymore. I am in so much pain. I am so depressed and beat down by these physical things too, that ringing in the ears that won't stop all day long. I can't even imagine having symptoms like that. So this is a good thing for people and clergy, and even other church leaders throughout the country to see. Does the physical problems make the depression worse, or can the depression actually lead to something psychosomatic as a response? We see a lot of people who are hurting and we can say to them, Hey, the pastor isn't afraid to ask for help. You go get it too. Since I had deep concern for my friend, I went to see him. I was one of the first people to shake his hand and told him I understand what you are going through and that we are all praying for you. We all struggle with same some of the same symptoms including me. There's medication and it's great when taken daily, and by doing this week after week, it makes sure that you're functional the next day. It's good for you to know that lots of people need these kinds of things. It's good to realize it's a medical thing. It's good for us to say, hey, that's okay. You wouldn't say, you know, my kidneys don't work, but I think I'm just gonna like bulldoze through it. You wouldn't say that. We might be broken too. Why not seek help when your brain is not producing enough of a certain chemical? Why are we afraid? Because we've been raised that way. You know, we struggle in admitting that we have weaknesses. We doubt are you often afraid of what others might think. After my visit with my friend, I was telling myself it was just a defect in his character, but mental distress and it hurts. We think they're less real than visible hurts, but they're not. And that keeps people away. It may keep you away from help for a long time. My sister went to the doctor for a physical, and of course there, essay pile of paperwork you have to fill out. It's like a social questionnaire. Do you smoke? Do you drink? Are you having trouble sleeping? Do you have trouble getting up? Do you feel down? Do you feel anxious? Then of course, you have three options in your response. Agree, disagree, or strongly agree. And when the doctor came in and answered all of her questions that day, he said, Okay, now let's talk about the real elephant of the room. He says, You messed up on that social section. Are you functional most days? 
and so they talked more about it and he asked, Have you ever sought treatment for depression? She said, No, honestly. Then he said, Have you ever thought that you might have something like that? Her reply was, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I have to admit that at times I get the blues. I feel so covered in despair. I just barely want to get out of bed. And especially in the winter, I don't like the cold and snow. I just feel like garbage all day, every day. We'll be back in just a moment. I want to take this time and ask you to help support us by buying us a cup of coffee. The link is on our screen page. Here's a special message for you. Are you or someone you know having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis? 988 connects you to compassionate, confidential support for free. 988 is the new three-digit dialing code for the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. For years, the Lifeline, formerly known as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline has answered tens of millions of calls and helped people overcome mental health-related distress. 988 is the same trusted resource. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained crisis counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and get you additional help if needed. There is hope. The lifeline works. You are not alone in crisis. Just call, text, or chat 988. Thank you Jessica. Now let's get back to our podcast with Father Mike Lee. Getting back to my sister. The doctor says, does your family have any sort of history with this? She replies, On one side of one half of my family, there is a history of mental illness. But he didn't shame her because things did not click for her. She hadn't put it together yet. She needed someone else to say it, to lay it out there and say, Since there's a possibly of mental illness in your family, the doctor said, Let's do something for you. And honestly, it took about nine months to get everything adjusted to exactly where she wanted to feel really, really good. But it's amazing the difference she feels. And looking back, we ask ourselves, why was she so afraid? Why was she afraid to go there? During this whole process, I said this is totally okay. And maybe this isn't you. Maybe you've never been there and that's awesome. But I doubt there's no one who's never had these kind of things, touch their lives with family members or with friends. Many of us have even had it touch our lives through a friend or a family member committing suicide. I don't think there's anyone in America who hasn't in some way been touched by mental conditions that disrupts their lives me friend has bravely shown you that it's okay if you need help. He realized he was hurting saying it was so bad I couldn't do my job and I needed time away. And that's okay. So let that be a moment of someone showing you that the path to the divine physician is there and you can go get help. We don't want to look weak. We don't want to ask for help. And this leads me to bring up this subject. It's a topic that I've actually been quite loud about the last couple of years, but mostly just through private conversations. But since I'm on my soapbox, I'm just gonna say that I want to talk about health in general, especially as not wanting to go see the doctor. Whether it be regular physicals, but especially when you're not feeling well, when you're feeling off, there's a great temptation to not go see the doctor. And I've learned this, 
that Americans don't like to go see the doctor. And honestly, if you're a male, even more so. And if you're a rural male, you really, really, don't like to go to the doctor. But some women are pretty bad at this too. I'm just going to say, ever since I've had my heart surgeries, I've gotten really good at saying, just go, go talk to the doctor, go get checked out. Like when my wife was talking to the surgeon after my scent placement in my coronary arteries, he said, it's good we caught this now or there could have been problems in the future. That would have been so easy to let that pass, but then I might not be here if I ignored the symptoms. At any point I could have said, I have a little heartburn, and being short of breath? My reply was, well it's hot outside. I'm not checking on these symptoms. And maybe I would not be here right now. And so I'm gonna say it plainly. Go see your doctor not just for mental health, but for all your physical health needs. I promise you. Your family would rather have you at Christmas than have a larger inheritance because you didn't go and pay for that visit. Don't hesitate. Just do it. And so I'm begging you be honest about where you're at. Be honest about weaknesses, physical and mental. Be honest about the fact that we need help for some of these things. And don't be afraid to go to see a doctor. Don't be afraid to go see a counselor. That's not a naughty word. Jesus is the divine physician and he uses human instruments, human physicians to heal us most of the time. Even if it costs money, even if it costs time, even if it costs our pride, it would be, be better to spend those on these kind of things than to wait and be broken by these kind of things. Don't do that. Be like the sick in the gospel, who humbly, lovely, went to Jesus and said, I just want to be healed and let him heal us. That concludes our podcast for this time around. I want to remind you to be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. I'm encouraging you to buy us a cup of coffee. Also, please tell your friends about our podcast and visit our website. And that's it for this episode. Add us to your podcatcher or on iTunes now so that you make sure that you never miss out on another second of our wonderful podcast we would hate for you to miss out.